Welcome to RPGs Cast, episode 706 for the week of January 6, 2024. I'm Christopher Vettier, joined to you, joined here by two kitty cats, Scamper and Twinkle Toes. Your standard Hi. issues are, do- are adorable. Yeah. Well, she's not a standard issue. She's Torby. She's the Torby variant. Yeah. She got the weird paint job. Um, Please, please don't eat your sister's face. Oh. Kelly Ryan is joining me. Hi. Um, I'm full of 90s nostalgia energy. Yeah, we're planning out future backtrack theme songs. And then also um, Matt Mason. Speaking of backtrack. Congratulations oh, on 300, everybody. Woohoo. Oh, thank you. And thank you for being a small but important part of it. Oh, you're welcome. Yes. I'm glad you liked it. Yes, I, I don't think we would hang on to any listeners if me or Matt tried to sing that. We we hit the limit on me uh, uh you, talking my way through the A team and growling my way through Fraser. I mean you, you you didn't you didn't lose your subscribership with that Fraser rendition, so it's working out. <laughs> Ouch. I, I still don't know the lyrics to that song, by the way. <laughs> It, it it it. I really had to listen to it a bunch. <laughs> and you know he sings it differently on every episode. I'm actually, mm-hmm. Kel, I know you were watching through Frasier, like before the wait. New one really? Came out, right? He recorded yeah. it each time. God, well, Kelsey. Some were, I swear, there's variations. Like some he says good night Seattle, and some he doesn't. And like I'm like, or maybe it's different seasons that have different. No, ones, I meant your version. I don't know the lyrics. Oh, my too. version. Yeah. No, I don't. I did not record differently. It, it honestly depends on how long that um, outro is. If it's just like a quick joke, then it will be the quick version. If there's ah, a very there long gag, um, it'll be mm-hmm. the long version. All right. I'm almost done. I When the new one came out, I watched it and I was like, this is good. Let me go back and watch all the other ones because I went to college in the middle of that and fell off it. We didn't have cable at my college. For Isn't Kelsey canceled now, though? I don't know. Von, what episode or, or what season are we on? I know we just watched the Thanksgiving episode where uh, Fre- Frederick kept getting hurt off screen. Season four? Okay. Oh, wow. I, I thought you guys had finished it all. No, I got up to eight. I was watching the middle of eight. Daphne's getting really fat, but I think I know what's going on, and they don't. Um, Sorry. I had a, no, no we, we had like a little bit of a break to watch new Doctor Who. Because ah. um, there was like f- a series of four specials that had David Tennant back. So you took a break from like an eight series, an eight season show to watch a um, 14 season show? No. Oh, the, 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 <laughs> 14. The, that's that's, that's generous. Yeah. <laughs> the, holiday, the holiday specials came out. And, Whatever um, new who the, is up to. Yeah. 15, 16? There was a, the holiday specials that transitioned yeah. from a David Tennant and Donna Noble reunion to uh, the new one or the new doctor. And they they were actually really good and kind of tear jerky, especially since who is the, the new, uh, new doctor. Oh God. I can't, I can't remember his name. Um, I don't think I've seen him. So whatever. You'd, ha- you'd have to look it up. Cause I, there's no way I can pronounce it. It's that British. 
Yeah. <laughs> but but the the, the couple. Uh, oh, okay. I'm gonna try this. Nkuti Gatwa. Yeah, I have no idea how to pronounce. It. He, he's African. That's why. But he but he's really good. I know people hate Benedict Cumberbatch, but I wouldn't mind a Benedict Doctor Who. I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I'm never going to get it, so it's fine. <laughs> People are uh, done I, with him after Sherlock. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, technically, I already got that. It was just Sherlock. He wasn't a doctor, but he might as well have been. Uh, um, anyway, uh, uh, video games. I watched the H-Bomber guy video about Sherlock. It was great. How mad he got at it. <laughs> Sherlock is garbage, and here's why. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> <laughs> he does a good job of proving his point. <laughs> oh, he, he's excellent at that. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, what are we doing? Uh, it's the new year. No new games Woo! have come out, so I've uh-huh. just been playing Path of Exile. I will tell you my current status is me and Cyrell and the, his friends are doing magic find groups together, and we still haven't found a mirror of Calandra, nor have we gotten a mage of blood, nor have we gotten a headhunter. So we're all a bit disappointed. We were promised massive loot, and we aren't getting it. What was up with that picture you posted last night? Which one? Uh, The one that had the questionable background in it. Oh, so people can draw... People can basically draw on the ground of their hideouts in Path of Exile, and people like to put the waypoint where you enter and leave the hideout on various parts of the body where an orifice would be. Okay. And then oh, so make like draw the basically porn. The mouth, you know? Yeah. 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 It's not the ear or the mouth they tend to use. <laughs> I I know you'll be surprised. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that mm-hmm. is that is surprising. Yeah. So we'll just leave it at that. Um. Yeah. So when I come across ones that shock even me, I tend to share <laughs> them because I'm like, welcome to Path of Exile, everybody. <laughs> A game full of horny degenerates who have nothing better to do than make terrible, terrible art. Also, you can kind of copy and paste it, so that means there's a repository somewhere where people share this terrible background art for their hideouts. I guess you're not in this that that Discord server, huh? I'm I'm strangely okay with not being in that Discord server. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say, do you, do you want to be? Because that sounds like a Discord server that's on a list. I'm good, actually. Thanks. How are you? Um, I We're already fine broke here. my I, I already broke my New Year's resolution. <gasps> what was your New Year's resolution? Um, no more backtrack homework. Mm. Because I was getting very burned out last year at all the games that I was trying to play for backtrack. Um, and not really playing anything I, I necessarily wanted to play. I mean, obviously I wanted to play these, but What does backtrack uh, homework mean? Where I I want to play a game to talk about on backtrack like so um, a little background here we plan out all 26 episodes for the entire year like yeah. between uh christmas and new year's for gosh like four years running now we've had a uh call with a bunch of regulars and we'll be like okay let's map out the entire year lay me game what do you want to do and you know, we've got a list of about 150 games anyway so this is how we get games get that are really that. current but you're still doing backtracks of them yeah Pretty much, because mm. we we kind of fudge the two year. Yeah, all right. Um, we keep and, we try to keep to the two year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we try to, but <laughs> sometimes if something makes sense, or if we really can't think of anything, we'll be like, "Screw it, 
it's a year and a half, it'll count. Especially um, if we're combining stuff. I think the first time we did that was with a what Dragon Quest Builders one and two. Yeah. Like two had been like a year and a half, but it was like if we're gonna talk one, I mean it's not enough for a whole episode. Let's just talk both. Yeah. Um so, so this year I was like, okay, I, I don't want to bog myself down with too much backtrack homework. So I'm gonna limit how much I do this. And then I'm like, well, crap, the Yakuza Kiwami episode is coming out in two months. And, oh, I still want to play Yakuza Infinite Wealth when it comes out. So uh, I guess I'm playing Kiwami before Infinite Wealth. Um, say, same with one of the Atelier games. But to be fair, that that one is was on sale. So And I haven't played it. It was the only one in the Arwen trilogy I haven't played yet. And that was all on you because yeah. like, you had plenty enough to talk about that night and you put yourself on for that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am aware. I am aware. Whether or not I get to that one in time is another thing entirely. But it's like I if I can make and plus I wanted something kind of lighthearted to play. Yeah. But I haven't I haven't started that one yet. But Yakuza Kiwami, I started and it's actually kind of amazing how quickly you can get through a Yakuza game when you're not trying to when you're trying to mainline it and not uh, bog yourself down with a bunch of side stuff. Cause I started it, I think Sunday. Yes. Sunday, New Year's Eve. And I'm already on chapter eight of like 13. I should really finish that game. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting seeing where Kiryu came from. And I did play Yakuza zero last year and, you know, saying actually playing it in the correct order instead of starting it with six um as oh. Josh told me that was a terrible idea but <laughs> he was also the Why one would you start it with 6? Because it had Cat Cafes, Chris. Got it. He he convinced me at Kel Cat Cafes. Um but that's what I kind of like about the Yakuza series is that even though there is a continuing story, it's kind of like the Marvel movies where you can really start anywhere and Except maybe like the second Infinity War and not get too lost. Mm. Um, so you miss one context or two jokes or something like that. Y- yeah. Yeah. So um, I-, I am happy that I finally get context for where all this Majima stuff comes from. Because he really didn't have a whole lot of a whole lot to do in six or seven. Um, but and and. And in, in Zero, he had, like, a whole side story. But in, in this one, he is just, like, everywhere. That That's the name of the side quest is Majima Everywhere. And <laughs> <laughs> advertising. I mean, yeah, that's a feature of, of, of this remake. Yeah, so, so, so seeing him come out from my side speakers, like, Kiryu-san! Like, oh boy, this is happening. Because um, he so the, the the story of Yakuza Kiwami is that Kiryu basically goes to jail for 10 years, taking the fall for the hit of a mob boss. And he, he starts, like, when you start out the game, he is, like, super buff and built, and the 10 years in prison kind of made him a little bit weak. So Majima is trying to fight him to get his powers back. Basically, so every time Majima pops out and you fight him, you get some of your powers back. Um, and that that first fight where you when you get out of prison, he beats the shit out of you. I mean, there's no way I cannot think of a way to uh, win that boss fight. 
and then you know it was kind of satisfying the a couple of times being able to take take him on and actually win um and, and seeing all the different places that he shows up where he basically tricks Kiryu into fighting him is it, just hilarious um so i'm curious when i'm going fin- to fin- finish that game i i know i hope to finish it before i think march because that's when i think that's when we're doing that show I don't have the list in front of me, so I can't remember. You know, you, you said how quickly you can beat it when you're just mainlining it. I just looked that up. Like, 18 hours, that's not a... Yeah. Not a huge thing. Yeah. And even uh, even the average of literally thousands of people that have uh, played this here um, on the how long to beat is, like, 29. So, huh. no, not a huge uh, time sink I, if you're not trying to do everything. Yeah, I wondered if that one was a little bit on the shorter side. Because I, I didn't put that, I think I only put 40 hours into six, and I put like 80 hours into uh, Like a Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one, that was a long one. But th- that one has a lot of side stories that are worth doing. And I got I got sucked into the, uh, what what was it, the, the stock, stock report minigame to make, because mm. it's pretty much the best way to make money. And it was addicting as hell. Um. And I'm looking forward to basically the real estate mini game that's going to be in the new one. It's it's basically Animal Crossing. Yes, because you're in Hawaii, <laughs> you got all those little uh, islands, right? <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so I I did pre-order uh, Infinite Wealth this week because I finally had uh, a refund come through for a Christmas present. So I I put what was in that and what was left of my Amazon my Christmas Amazon gift card into that. So it only knocked it down to like fifty bucks for a seventy dollar game, but that's still not bad. Um, because I am gonna play Infinite Wealth day one. But um, I also booted up something else that I want to try to finish before its sequel comes out this year. I, I um, started up Final Fantasy VII Remake again. Chris, I don't even think you finished that one. I didn't even start it. <laughs> you didn't even start it. <laughs> um, so it was on sale on the Steam sale um, for half off. And it's like, I, you know what? I can pick away at this, have it be my bedtime game play a little bit of it every night before bedtime and you know i i have a big screen tv and a surround sound system but there's something to be said about playing a game like uh like final fantasy 7 remake on on a steam deck with good earbuds in bed um because because i was doing the motorcycle sequence last night before i went to bed and just how how beautiful that game looks on the Steam Deck and how great it sounds uh, with my good earbuds. It was like this this is this is peak gaming right here. I love this. And what one of the big complaints people have about that game is that they feel like it, it's bloated. But I, I was doing the whole. Uh, Chris, you haven't played it yet. But I don't know if this is even really a spoiler, but um. Cloud, Jesse, Biggs, and Wedge basically go and rob a Shinra warehouse. And that whole sequence kind of gets into those characters and Jesse's backstory a little bit. And it really, that whole sequence really does a good job of not only giving these kind of no-name characters from the the original more depth, but also kind of softening Cloud a little bit. And I was just I was just smiling ear to ear by the time I went to bed and fin- finished that sequence. Okay. 
uh, I'm trying to convince you to play the. It's not working. It's not working. I mean, tell me that during that sequence, you get to learn about Jesse's girl. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, okay. I wish I I'm had in. Her. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> finding out why Jesse is in Avalanche is kind of heartbreaking. And well, I'm now, I'm, now I'm back why. out. Oh, come on. <laughs> and Chris, that sequence has cats. Okay, I'm not you. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute, that that, that argument would have worked better the other way around. I guess so. Wedge has three cats named uh, Bigums, Reggie, and Smalls. I like. <laughs> Bigum. I, I would have I liked wanted... it if Biggs and Wedge were just cats in this game. Eh, it's it's not Final Fantasy X. <laughs> I don't think they can be wrong. It's Final Fantasy X. Um... I just want to pet Pat Wedge on the head and say, but buddy, you know that um, calicos are all female, right? You have you having a, a calico named Mister Biggums doesn't work. Eh, there's a one percent chance. <laughs> I suppose. Um, but, but yeah, that that whole sequence is just charming as hell, and I wish. You I, wish I, I'd play it? Yeah, I wish I, they'd yeah, have all three games out. True. I mean, you, you can play that first game and get a full experience from it. Yeah, I, I, or I could play all three games and have the actual full experience. Okay. I don't know it what I'm going to do with this. You know, Anna played it. Tell her to replay it. She'll do it. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I Ideally, I want to be rolling credits on the Yuffie DLC the night before the new game comes out. You know, with Yuffie DLC... You know Am me. I down? Am I down with Yuffie DLC? Yeah, you know me. Are you trying to sing a song? Or yeah, that's I... all I got yes, for you. Yes, yes, it's, yeah. okay. it's fine. My bad. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm the bad one. Um, and I'm still flipping houses, though. I might start bailing on that because it's getting a little repetitive. No. I. <laughs> I spent a lot of time the other day flipping this or reconverting this house that was a houseboat into like a full two-story house. And I didn't get that much money from that flip. And I'm kind of wondering what's going on in this in this game's back end that determines like the value of a house. Mm -hmm. Because I felt like that that should have doubled its value and it didn't. Did, did you get the uh, DLC that makes the interest rates current for what's happening in the United States right now. Uh, what? So people can't afford <laughs> people can't afford the houses. You can't pay a lot of front front cuz She's playing the sequel. Does that even rate. exist yet? I don't think it exists yet. So that that would be an interesting challenge mode. Uh nope. US housing market mode. You got to got to hold on to that house for 4 years until the interest rates drop. Uh, uh Vaughn and I are going to be kind of looking at houses this year so that that real life bit scares me <laughs> there's a method for how, for looking at houses and, and I, I call it the uh, triad method where you have uh, affordable not in the ghetto and not in uh, the ghetto <laughs> not requiring a whole lot of repairs now pick two I learned this week um, that the in the ghetto song is an Elvis song, actually a Bing Crosby song, 
and not an Eric Cartman original. And I was surprised. I did not know that. Well, one, I I knew well, I knew that song from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond, not I see. South Park. Yeah. But two, th- think about your house and think about that triad and where your house lives in that triad, because mine mm. is on the ass crack of the ghetto. And, and and once you once you start g- getting out of the other two, uh, out of the other two categories, that's when you lose the affordable bit of that. Mm. So you can have two of three. You can yeah. hit the uh, triad. I mean, you can hit the triad with enough money. Mm-hmm. Or you know, being incredibly lucky, because what, what's affordable to some people might not be affordable to other people. But when you're just kind of a, a middle class individual with an average income, um... <laughs> now that, that that's a much diff- more difficult job. I just played that game for two weeks with buying a used car, like yeah. low mileage, not having been in accidents. Slash being clean and affordability, like yeah, yeah, it, it can apply. I can see it applying to cars too. Yep. <laughs> I was doing pretty good until I drove like two hours to see a car that had four thousand miles on it. I'm like four thousand miles. How do you get four thousand miles in like two and a half years? That's great. And we get there, and after all the fees and everything and trade in, it was like six thousand dollars over what they had posted online. I'm like, are you kidding me? I even told the guy, I'm like, you can just go home. Don't worry about it. We, we don't need to stay late. And we're, we're, we're way too far apart here. Yeah. Yeah, you, you said that this was like in church lady territory, wasn't it? Yep, yep. He told me it was church. Uh, he's like, oh, yeah, little lady church grocery store home. That was it. That's all she ever went. Oh, uh-huh. I, I mean, you, you joke about that, but with a lot of more people working from home these days, that's accurate because yeah. my Fusion or my Ford Focus only had like 40,000 after 10 years. Are we really talking the- about car buying on the RPG cast? <laughs> well, we were talking house flipping. Yeah. That was a video game. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised there This got too real for me, is all I'm saying. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, you're right. I, the only video game connection I can make here is I did buy myself a lovely Toyota RAV4, and it is slime blue. It is like if you went to the held the Dragon Quest box up to it, it's it's that blue. So um, I'm happy in the end. You gonna you gonna get some eye decals and put it on the front and then I already looked it up. There is somebody who sells like 18 inch like big ones. I can get on uh, I think it's Redbubble. And oh my god! Wife, yes. Oh, my wife took one look at that, and she's like, you do not dare do that. (laughs) (laughs) No, not allowed. That that was a Get the magnetic ones. That way you can take them off at the end of the school day. Oh, yeah. Now, see, that'd be great. That'd be great. Instead, I decided I did get a little one to put on the back corner window, like where you won't see it or anything, really, (laughs) when driving or anything. It's... But it won't be on the blue, so that kind of defeats the purpose of that, too. So, But I, stickers, I never thought of Or not stickers, but magnets, I never thought of that. Yeah, a lot of people do. Well, I mean, that's how, like, a lot of advertising cars do. Oh, yeah. Uh, they yeah. just do the big magnets. Um, I saw, saw a Chevy Sonic in the parking lot in my area that uh, had the Sanic sticker on the back, and the personalized license plate said Sanic. 
<laughs> you know the bad the bad artwork Sonic. Yeah, <laughs> we know. And I was like, that that person is legend. Um, uh, there there is a car that drives through Carline every day at our school, and our school is like ninety percent really really rich families or whatever. Um, but there is one, and I. I don't know if it's dad or grandpa because he looks a little bit older, but it's an Asian gentleman and he goes through and I, it's a little Toyota and the whole front of the car looks like an anime face. I don't know. There's like eyelashes around the wind, the uh, lights and just a smile on the hood. And there used to be a guy like who looks- worked at where I was working before and he had a big yellow car and a license plate that said Qua. <laughs> and then eventually he had a black car and kept the same license plate i'm like all right all right and then he got a new car that just was not a chocobo color at all and it it's like the gold. magic is over <laughs> it should have been gold the guy didn't commit to the mm-hmm. bit fair question of the week what would be your nerdy uh car mod and license plate and or and, license, and license plate, plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your nerdy gaming related car mod because um I've I've seen the uh, legend, the I think Hyundai Legend of Hyrule ones online. Um, I'm I'm sad somebody else did the Sanic one. Gosh, what they would claimed I do? it on you? <laughs> yeah. What would I do? Because the, the only one I've ever thought of wasn't gaming related. It was heavy metal related. Because I want a um, I think a Hyundai Sonata. So that I can have the license plate Artica, because my favorite band is Sonata Artica. Whoa. But s- somebody in Kansas has that plate, and I want to know who has my freaking plate, or if they even, you know, did did that joke. Because I don't think there's a bigger Sonata Artica fan in Kansas than me. And yes, I know I'm being ridiculous and gatekeepy, but I don't it's care. Fine. Yeah, I know. Um, I'd almost want to paint a car up like a. Bought one of those boxy cars, like a um, cube. I think it's a Honda Cube, and uh, have it painted up like a Minecraft cat, because that's what Ooh. I'm. I'm obsessed with Minecraft cats. I collect them, so have have kind of the orange with the yellow spots, or I'm sorry, the the yellow with the brown spots, and then maybe have the personalized plate be something to the effect of Minecraft cat or ocelot. Yeah, ocelot. So that that's my dirty card mod. As you're talking about like the uh, Florida license plate lookup, <laughs> seeing which ones are actually available. <laughs> DQ slime. Yeah. Yeah, man. There's there's plenty. Because you know, I've I've dreamed of having personalized plates since I was a little kid. Everybody has, and th- there's always one that like, yeah, I would totally pay extra for that one. It's not much. It's like twenty, thirty dollars extra a year, if that. I think. See, I, I up one time. That, I thought that in Kansas it was the difference between like twenty dollars a year and one hundred and twenty dollars a year. Oh. At least that's what my parents always told me. Maybe they were lying to me because they didn't want to mess with it. But I don't know. Chris, would you have a nerdy car mod? I'm thinking. Um. If I was going to do it, I'd want to go all out like, you know, the dog car from Dumb and oh. Dumber, right? <laughs> wow. Um, Or like the Red Bull car, something stupid like that. Seems like a lot of upkeep. 
the, the yeah. Pikachu Beetle from the nineties. Yeah, no, that that's the only one I've Ooh. actually looked at and said I wish I had that. But no, I don't drive enough to make it worth it, and I don't want to show off to make it worth it. So it's like, really, what am I doing? And the answer is nothing, because I'm an old man no. who plays video games. I know what that's like. Have you been playing games? I am, and I'm an old man. Are you going to tell too. us about them? You going to tell us about them? Yes, I'm an old man that's been playing young man games. Um, I went on a cruise right before Christmas, and I'm in the middle of Dragon Quest Monsters, the uh, Dark Prince, which came out at the beginning of December. But I've been making my way slowly through it, and then it totally got derailed by going on a cruise. And this kind of goes into my answer to question of the week, too. Um, but I, I play mainly on my Switch Lite which requires, and it's not the main switch in our household. So I've got to always have a Wi-Fi connection to load up a game. And being on a cruise ship, we were not going to pay whatever it is or go through the rigmarole every time I wanted to load up a game. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll just bring my Vita and play offline things. That's fine. So um, on the cruise, I started out Atelier, Esha, and Logie and absolutely fell in love with that game. I just kind of picked it at random from all the Atelier games I have on there. I was like, meh. There's like two people on here, and one's a guy and one's a girl. That's different, right? Perfect. From Atelier. The end. And so, boom. Yeah, <laughs> that was the end. And holy cow, I sunk like 34 hours into that in like a week and a half and rolled credits on it. And that was really fun. Um, and it was the synth- the item synthesis, the alchemy that really got me. Like, I was, that ended up playing like a freaking puzzle game. Like, oh, I need to put these items in in this order and then use these special abilities to double this one and have that one and blah, 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 blah. And I mean, I think about halfway through the game, I was maxing out anything I would make, I'd, like the points or whatever that you put into it, I'd have like 999 out of 500. It was. It was all at level five plus four bonus, whatever. I'd, I'd have everything unlocked that way. And probably half of my 34 hours was just doing that for items and items and items and items. Um, that took the place of my monster synthesis because uh, that was the other game I'd been playing. And I just got to a part here. Kelly, as you were saying something about cats, um, I'm watching a cutscene in Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince. And you play that game as... Uh, Zaro the Manslayer, uh, mm-hmm. the bad guy from Dragon Quest Four, and he's like, "Yeah, monsters, we're gonna go march on the humans and destroy them right now." And I found it funny that he was saying like march on them, and then he like zooms away and just flies in the sky. I'm like, that's not really like marching. But as the cutscene like pans over, all the monsters zoom away, and there's just a bench in the background with a cat and a little tail wagging. <laughs> <laughs> and that cracked me up like it was as you were talking about cats and it was like all the monsters are gone and the cat's just like wow everybody's gone uh, interesting little scene but loving that game too but I tell you what I killed myself with this game I bought the DLC it's got three DLCs that you can buy for Dragon Quest Monsters the Dark Prince um, one is got Coach Joe he's a uh, some big shrimp guy or and he will let you um, you can enter random dungeons for prizes. Basically, it's like a roguelike mode um, and you can either do it by your monster rank or your monster family. So he'll be like, oh, you know, here's seven different random places you can go into. You can do one star, two star, three star, four, five star. Um, but only slimes can go in this one. Only rank D monsters can go in this one. Only devil monsters in this one. Um that has got me hooked because that then leads 
to going to the monster synthesis. Like, oh, I can only take slimes in there. I only got two really good slime party members now. Let me go make two more um, or turn some of my other guys into slime family monsters. And I just sit there and I do that and loop and loop and loop because the especially if you get into the early game when I was doing three star runs out of five, like I was getting suddenly like 5,000 experience every time. I'm like, wow, this is really good. And then suddenly I'm doing four star and popping little bonus bubble balls they got for doubling experience. And I'm getting like 10,000 every battle. And if you do the five star ones, you're getting 20,000. So, I mean, you can take like level one people up to level 40 in a dozen fights pretty easily. So just that loop, I was like, oh, do a roguelike mode. I don't even have to complete it. I can warp out with no thing, but I got all this experience that I get to keep. That was fun. Um, there's the Don Mole Hole, um, or it's called the Mole Hole. Basically, any monster you've ever seen could appear in there. So, hey, I had a slime knight a while ago. I need another slime knight. Um, I can't remember where they are. Hey, he was an E-rank monster. Let me go in the E-ranked Mole Hole, and I can go in and 10 different E-ranked monsters pop up. So, you know, warping in and out of there for about three times, usually I'll spot a slime knight and boom. So I can get monsters that I've already had before very quickly. And then the last one is more optional, but it helps with those other ones because you get prizes once an hour. It's basically a loot box once an hour, gives you set loot um, stuff to help you recruit, those bonus balls to help double the experience. So like just those three areas have been a deadly loop. There, there's been multiple days on end where I've made no story progress just because of that. Um, but I'm about two thirds through now the gameplay loop. You go through lower middle and upper echelons um, of these six or seven different um, circles of Nadiria. And they're basically different themed lands. And that is what is it? It's, it's a pretty good, thing it breaks it up pretty easily so i just finished the middle echelons this morning so i feel like i'm like two-thirds through sounds good and it's pretty cool the places that overlap with the dragon quest 4 story because uh just as we were talking this this morning i pulled up a part that was a pretty major plot point in dragon quest 4 um ran into some people as Zaro that uh I, you'd recognize from playing dragon quest 4 uh, the, the only thing that has been killing me and talking to other players, too, is they build this as like an alternate take about what might have been happening or what could have like an alternate world reality of what was going on behind the scenes in Dragon Quest four. And so far, everything fits with that. But there's so many choices that they ask you. You're 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 Pizarro, um, but he's a silent protagonist, which is actually really stupid because. <laughs> Like, this is a character that talks in all the games. And you even see him, like, his mouth moving and he's doing, and it just says, like, you know, Platy the Manslayer riled up the crowd or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that you can name him when I'm Platy the Manslayer is pretty funny. But um, it's like, you get asked all these questions, like, do you want to destroy all of mankind? And I hit no. And I'm like, they're like, oh, don't lie to us. Of course you do. And I'm like, why? Why? It, Ten times I've been asked questions like, should I do this or that? And I've said the wrong thing, I guess, sometimes and just been told, you're lying. I can't believe you're a liar. Get out of here. I'm like, but that's the, why Why ask? Like, if, if you wanted the story to play as the story, then just play the story. You know, 
you don't get asked in what is it? Uh, it's Green, Dragon Quest. This is a tradition, Matt. Have you not played these before? But that but must. thou must. But that's like one time. That was one time. It's every it time. It asks and it asks, and I'm like, oh, just don't ask. I'd rather have I'd rather have a voice acted Bizarro and me play along as that instead of a silent one that they're making you think you have choices and then just flat out telling you you don't. But that's minimal, whatever. I mean, the whole point of the game is make more monsters win and just keep going. That's the the synthesis. Like I said, the uh, the synthesis got me in Atelier and the synthesis, got, blah, 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 the synthesis is killing me with the monsters here. I just want to make more monsters, make more monsters, make more monsters. And I do this all. I spend three days just constantly running endless, dun- you know, these dungeons and making new ones and catching old ones so I can breed up other new ones and everything. And I look and it's like, yep, you're at 40 percent monster completion. And I'm like, oh, dear God, I'm not going for all of them. I don't want to I think going for over 500, especially when so many of them have very specific breeding lines. And there are ones that you have to have uh, what do they call it? Grandparent breeding. You got to have four monsters match them up, match them up, and then have their offspring grow to something and grow together, and then it'll turn into that one. Like, no, I'm not doing all that. I'll get a lot. It's fun to do it. It's fun to make the different teams for the DLC dungeons. If not, I would probably have well beaten this game. I am looking that it's about 30, 40 hours of playtime, closer to the 40-hour time, and yeah, I passed 40 hours, and you know, I'm two-thirds through it, and just have nights where I'll sit for three hours and just do random dungeons and not do the story. So it's, it's fun for that. It's fun for, you know, I'm not making the online teams. I read all the stuff about the people making online teams. I'm like, whoo, nope. My teams do well enough that I can auto battle through any boss fight. And that's good enough for me. There's something to be said about Pokemon and how possible they make it to catch them all. Versus these Pokemon clones where it's uh, kind of a chore. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be honest, I really thought there'd be trading. Like, all the other games had trading, all the 3DS games. My son and I would play the uh, translated 3DS games, and you could trade. Uh, this one, nope, there's no trading. Yeah, that that's we, weird to me. Trading is how my son and I both finished the Pokédex last uh, December. The, well, you the, have to. S- Slimadex? Yeah. So I call it the DQ decks. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I haven't done that since Dragon Quest Monsters 2 on my Game Boy Color. Um, I did get this game for Christmas and I did boot boot it up and I just wasn't feeling it. But I want to go, go, go back to it at a later date when I'm in more of a monster collecting mood. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they did. They, it's, it's a good game. It looks great. Um performance issues it's not a big deal if you played the three i'll say it is not a huge step up from the 3ds there's a lot of stuff that looks more beautiful but you know if there's a monster 20 steps in front of you he's moving along at about a uh, five or six frames a second until you get closer. yeah <laughs> uh pokemon still does that yeah so i mean but whatever it's yeah i i don't think it was I've not seen anything worse than anything Pokemon did on its last iteration. I think it's been better than that <laughs> at launch. So whatever. I'm not playing these games for them to be triple A, you know, the best graphics in the world and sixty frames a second or anything. Oh hell hell no. That's that's what my Steam Deck and Final Fantasy Seven remake is for. There you go. So yeah, the, the, my atelier my dip into Atelier got us into uh 
having Atelier April. We will have Atelier April on Atelier uh, April RPG. Say it right. Yep, Atelier April. Oh, there it is. Sorry, Atelier April. Um, will be coming up in a four months. And Chris, the uh, one of the games I wanted, I bought at Christmas time. That is it. The only Atelier enjoyed. game I've finished. <laughs> Riza. Yes, the first yep. one. I didn't finish the, the second first. one. <laughs> nope. So, no, I, I haven't played any of the new ones. The heck, the Esha and Logi is only a third one I've ever played anyway. Um, Lulua and then one of the old ones on PlayStation 2, the uh, Eternal Iris. Mana. Iris, yeah, that's it. Because so, there's Iris which, and there's Mana Kamiya. No idea. It was the Iris. It was a Atelier okay. Iris 2 Eternal Mana, which apparently is more of just generic JRPG um, yeah. than Atelier. I, but I'll tell you what, that was 20 years ago. I barely remembered it. I played Lulua, reviewed that like four or five years ago for the site um, and enjoyed that enough that I was like, wow, I got to start picking these up. So I picked them up for the Vita um, like dirt cheap for years. I would look every Thursday or every Tuesday whenever the sales came out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they would go way down. So I got a bunch che- on the Vita than, that I'll play. Cheaper than the uh Switch store and the um Steam store because they they only the cheapest they get is thirty bucks a game. Yeah, I think I, I will especially on Vita, I don't think I paid that. Because uh, so. that last time that they all went on sale for half off, I I think I picked up every trilogy I could. Yeah, they were on sale this year for Christmas that way. I got um actually Ryza was more than fifty percent off because it was uh like twenty four dollars. For Ryza One, huh? So I figured I I I re, do remember Chris talking about that many times on RPG Cast. So I'm like, you know what? I'm enjoying Try the Ryza old ones. One. I might as well see if what do I you think? like the new ones. Yeah. So, and I know Michael Baker. He uh, wait, did you actually play gone. it yet or not? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm confused. But that—that that is one I'll be. That is my backtrack homework for April. Oh. Although I was sitting in bed last night, like, uh do I really want to start up Dragon Quest Monsters tonight for a few hours, or do I want to start Ryza? <laughs> but at the same time, the library might have a. I actually, I should check right now, but uh, I, I re, uh, grabbed uh, what is it? Super Mario RPG from the library. Well, yeah, like a, d- a day late from our backtrack. Yep. Oh gosh, I, I booked. I requested it well before. I was like, oh, I'll play this. It should just take a week. It's only a fifteen-hour game, right? Um, well, in advance of Christmas, I put a hold on it, and I was like second in line. I'm like, oh, cool, I'll get it. And when we hopped on the boat, it was like going to be due like the day before Christmas. I'm like, cool, we'll get back. You know, they'll have it in stock. You know, right after Christmas. And then somebody decided, you know, they just keep it an extra week. And uh, pay, pay, use it like a rental at that point. You're paying a dollar a day at our local library for video game rent extras. And now it's been three days in transit, 20 miles up the road. Come on. And I have a really hard time recommending the full $60 for that. Because even though it's one of my favorite games of all time, it is also so short. Yep, that's what I figured. I'm, I'm like, you know what? I... That, that, actually, that is the real reason I didn't start Ryza last night. I was like, I should not start Ryza because in the next day or two or three, I'm going to get Super Mario RPG and I have a week to beat it. Or if I keep it a couple extra days for two dollars, whoop de do. Um, you know, but I'm the goal would be play that and beat that when I get it. Not <laughs> oh, I just started Ryza and I like this. Don't even no. don't even start it. 
No, you've played Ryza and or you're playing Ryza right now, and you've played Lulua. I'm not. Sh- I might only have time for one of them for Atelier April, and I think I might be leaning towards Ryza because I've played most of the Arlen trilogy, but I've not played any of the Ryza games. That that's what I thought of. I want to play one of the newer ones. Let's let's give that newer one a try. Yeah, you should give Ryza a try. I I you know I I might very well do that. I have um Ryza physically. But like, why get involved in a series that two and three aren't as good? I don't. Oh get... well, who told you three isn't as good? I thought Sam did a review. Did she not? No. Well, Michael Baker goes on and on and on about three and how much he loved it and how much. What did he tell me? He was Am just I telling wrong? me the other night because I, I misremember. Q&A quest. You, I, uh, I don't know. I don't. Now I gotta Didn't go they to review our one of them together. It's fine. If only we had a website where the reviews rise. Were there. Uh, three. Is that even going to work? All I know is Michael Baker goes on and on and on about how, like, the game world in Rise of Three. Oh, Michael is, Baker wrote like, the review. Four and a half out of five. There you go. Yeah, there he loved go. it. He loved Three. Well, then. And also, if if we do one game a year that extends out that to at least three years. and That's, that's what I was thinking, content. too. <laughs> and you know what? Lulua, I mean, it's not. I, I played it. I enjoyed it. I gave it a four out of five. I, I'm sorry. Do you guys really need Lula to devote a show game. to each of these games? We, we're not. We're doing like the whole Arlen trilogy. As that's well. right. That's how to do it. Yeah. 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 But, but that's I thought, what I was like. Lulua was. Rising, we were like, doing one. Uh, Rise and we are doing one. No. Okay. What are you doing? <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe we mix two and three together. We'll do the first one and see how it goes. Okay. okay. Look, look it's at us the having newest, so why look not? Look at us having backtrack planning live. <laughs> By the way, do we need to go over the nineties TV shows again? No. No, okay. Well, that's all I've been playing. I'll, I'll stop there with the uh, our Atelier uh, wait. Atelier, Atelier April. Atelier April, sorry. Got to get that down. I got three months to practice. Atelier April. D- didn't we also do a Monster Hunting May? or It's Monster po- Collecting May or something monster like that? Monster Collecting May. There's never yeah, been a better time to get into Monster Hunter World than right now. Or, or, no, we should have called it Pocket Monster May. Oh. Since it's Pokemon. Oh, Clans. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're talking... We're talking a Pokemon and a We need a Pokemon like Monster Hunter. Oh wait, we have it. It just has a bad battle system. Never mind. Chris. What? Lana was never good. What? S- sorry, you whipped that Sonic was never good when I bitched about Mana. I talked about Monster Hunter. I know. Okay. I, I, I was trying to invoke fighting I, I missed, words and I did. Chris, badly. I'm right with you. I missed that transition. Sorry. That was a bad transition. My bad. You were eager. I, I appreciate your, your eagerness. You went for it. That's good. Good hustle. I went for it and I failed. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take, says Michael Scott, quoting Green Gretzky. <laughs> exactly. Was it Gretzky or Jordan? It was Gretzky. At least that's the, what the quote is. <laughs> I don't even know if it's accurate. <laughs> No, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it is. It, it's Scott quoting. This Brett is, uh, right. oh, my, how the turntables. No, that's the quote. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how the turntables what? <laughs> he realizes he that's can't finish it. <laughs> Wasn't there a Saturday morning cartoon with Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Bo Jackson? Oh, no. Yes. Oh. Yes. This What's was that a theme thing. Song sound like? 
Saturday morning cartoon sports friends. Pro stars. Pro stars. Did I get the basketball player Let's, right? Michael know. Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Bo Jackson. Okay. Wow, you, you got it right on. Pro stars. It's all about helping kids. Originally intended to air on ESPN, the show centers on Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky fighting crime, helping children, and often protecting the environment as well. These three were chosen to represent the pinnacle of all four major American professional sports. All four, you say? Yes, because Michael Jordan was basketball and baseball. Oh my god. <laughs> He's got the baseball too. And actually, at that point, it wasn't. Um, it, yeah, I was going to say that. Jackson was was both was football yeah, and baseball yeah yeah because yeah, the the commercial was bonos mm-hmm. um chris did you also know that there was a saturday morning cartoon about there being like a special trinket underneath the stadium of each nfl stadium and i don't want to know where this is going <laughs> It was like some. Do you collect of, them all, and Vince McMahon gets evil XFL powers? Like, what what are I, we doing I, here? I honestly don't know that, but I do know that there was there was like some legend of NFL. I, I think it was called like NFL Super Legend of the Hidden NFL Temples. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, you're joking. That was literally the premise of that show: was collecting this MacGuffin oh, for goodness from sake. all the NFL stadiums. Uh, no, no, thank I, you. And I think. It, I feel like that's something I would have wrote as a kid when the Venn diagram of my interest was between football and JRPGs. What what I was like thirteen slash fourteen. Well then, that's great. You don't sound very thrilled I'm, to know about this. I'm I feel like I, I somehow know less as a person because of this. Wow, NFL Stadium Saturday morning. TV show did not come in anything. Did oh, it's not just taking what? me to NFL. I'm, I'm trying to Google it, but all it wants to do is tell me to take me to uh, NFL game day stuff. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can't find it either. I know that I did not fever dream this. I know the show existed. NFL what? Rush Zone season uh, of the Guardians. Oh no! Wow, that was that ran for four years. How? That doesn't sound like it, though. A young football Why? lover is chosen to help protect Earth from various aliens who want to use the music, the magic of the sport to destroy the world. What? That, wow. The What? What's the name of the show? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, this hold is on. it. This is it. Hold on. The aliens come to Earth and want to use the magic of an Earth <laughs> sport to destroy Earth. Why? Because yeah, that's... <laughs> this was because that's Space Jam. <laughs> yep. Ish is a young boy who is named a guardian, given powers and tasked with protecting the 32 NFL teams and their shards. <laughs> the 32 shards make up the core and are incredibly powerful. He must stop the evil sudden death from using them for his own nefarious purposes. Good villain name for a football show. All right. Yeah. Or for any sports show, really. Sudden death. Good villain name. Yeah, I mean, you might as well. But this premise two, season... needs some work, all right? <laughs> like, look, if if this would have come out when I was 12 slash 13, I would have been really into it. But Me I too, and I don't like it, all right? <laughs> and But I would have also been mad if it would have depicted any team stronger than the Chiefs. 
Oh goodness. <laughs> and and that's when they sucked. Well, it's it's a branded property. They all have to be depicted equal, right? Yeah, I imagine mm. so. Speaking of the Chiefs, just last night I wake up from a nap at five o'clock. My young son's like shaking me. He's like, Daddy, don't we have a recording of the Bucks Super Bowl from a couple years ago? Can we watch that? So we all sat down and two hours later watched the Chiefs get destroyed. So Oh, Why? Yeah, that was the one that we were all live watching on Twitter or on Discord. Why? Uh, well, Wait, we're big Bucks why fans. Were you, why were you? Why were you? Hold on. First of all, aren't the Bucks a basketball team? No, the Milwaukee Bucks. Sorry, no, you can, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'll screw that. Like pirates, get up to Wisconsin, folks. To all right. <laughs> Just. Sad Wisconsin fact, um, we've done the 48 states in the past two summers, and my wife is going through. She wants to buy this big thing on Amazon, and it's a map of the United States, and you can upload your own photo in the photo frame for every state. And there's about three states that my wife says we have no photos for. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. And one of them's Wisconsin. We stayed right across the... uh, river from iowa to wisconsin spent the night in wisconsin went back to iowa the next morning and never took like any photos there didn't do anything there that nebraska and maryland i think we are empty with i've lived in nebraska and wisconsin <laughs> just put pictures of chris on both of those there are placeholders so we go back nebraska has stuff at the very east side of it and then there's the rest of nebraska yeah, see, we cut in Nebraska for about an hour and a half in the northeast corner just to say we were in Nebraska no. when driving to no, uh, the, the northeast corner. There is no northeast Sorry, corner. Northwest. Northwest. Okay. northwest. Yep. Nebraska's got kind of a curve on the northeast side. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, I northwest, you chose poorly unless you're going to oh, like Colorado. Oh. And then you get some whiskey fields, or excuse me, whiskey fields, some wheat fields. Mm, The whiskey fields of Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, I love to get out and drink those whiskey fields. What's whiskey come from? Corn or wheat, you know? Rye. Oh, well, so they can go to the rye fields. Uh Uh-huh. Like this rye humor. How about we do some rye (laughs) replies to our question of the week? Yeah, there's one. I, I I don't know if I can read this quite Go the ahead. way uh, quite the way Crawl uh, wanted it to be. So the question was, what's the resolution for next year? And uh, same resolution as every year, Pinky. My no. fewer games that I don't end up playing. My resolution is to beat two games for every game I buy, but I fail every time. If Nintendo releases a Super Switch. We're doomed. Why are you doing a JC Servant impression? He's trying to be uh, more recent. The brain. He sounds yeah. like Phil. <laughs> well, he's a very smart guy. Mm-hmm. He would be. He would be the brain. So uh, we actually have a feature coming out soon to pump the uh, site. Uh, thir- Fourteen of us put our New Year's resolutions in there, and uh, mine. I. I Almost did this last year. Uh, my goal is to not buy a new full price game all year. I almost did it last year. Dragon Quest Monsters threw me at the end because, of course, I had to have that. Um, also, I've been on a goal for a year now. Buy all my games digital. Um, and other than Harvestella, which 
the physical ended up being hitting 50% off before the digital did. So I pulled the trigger on that. That's the only physical game I purchased last year. So we'll see if I can do it again this year. Um, also, because I do all my Slime Time podcasts and we t- talk you know, here we talk on RPG Backtrack. Um, I've had a website where I, you know, put maybe half a paragraph of notes on games that I've played the last few years. This year, I'm like, okay, I got to do a lot more notes. So when we hit those two-year thing, I can really remember what annoyed me, what was good, what was bad. You know, I'm never going to remember the overall plot anyway two years later, but we'll leave that to our smarter David and Tam coming on. But uh, I have endeavored to take better notes, and I already did with uh, Atelier, Esha, and Logie, and I am with uh, Dragon Quest Monsters 3. So I'll have like maybe four or five paragraphs of just my personal notes for these games on my website for every game we play. So when they come up, I can remind myself of what I thought of back then. And and last year I did a much better job of keeping track of what games I finished um, as opposed to years past where it's like, wait, did I beat that? Oh, yes, I did. So it's going to make our game of the year voting a, a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. This year I need to do what you are doing and take better notes. So, uh, yeah, that is. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, as I get older, I just my my memory just isn't as good as it used to be. And sometimes being able to have something to reference when we do these backtracks help. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've kept a website up for like three years, just a little Google site. Um, what I'm playing, I've kept a list of all the translated dragon quest games. there, a bunch of my, um, perler beads and then links to the podcasts that I do. But other than that, I mean, it's mainly there for my memory. Indeed. Um, well, are, are we ready for news? <sighs> Whiskey fields. That's, wait a minute, that sounded like a Chemco alert. No, we don't have any Chemcos on the list yet. Oh, you know, Tam told us we missed a Chemco alert a few oh, weeks no. back. Oh, no. I, I I did want to reply, like, you know, was it missed? Like, oh, shucks, we sure we didn't it, miss it. I didn't miss it. We sure did not miss it, no. Can't remember I didn't where he think put so. that. No, we're good. Uh, we can. We don't need to find it. Do not find, find it, the Chemco alert. <laughs> it, it, some a Chemco released a game in December. There's your news. No. Oh, you already said it. All right, fine. That was it. Yep. That was it. End. All right. All right. <laughs> cool. It. I'm I'm good with it. Thank you. You know, it's probably mystery of the legend of the mystery of the hidden legend of name. the Chemco. Yep. You know, that's been a little bit frustrating with PSN having a massive holiday sale. And, you know, you know, me, me um, fil- filtering by RPGs and like, oh, what's, what's this game? It's cheap. And oh, never mind. It's Kimco. <laughs> and that'll be like half the damn list. You can't type in the minus Kimco like you can on a Amazon I, or something. Not on the PSN store. When no, you're browsing I, I would, I would not console. imagine that they can do that now. Yeah. Um, and anyway, uh, a good game that's coming up. Um, we've got the opening movie for Persona 3 Reload, a- including a new theme song. Haven't we already seen that a billion times at this point? Or is it really no, new? This is, no, this is really new. It isn't a rehash of the old one. They've even that they've even got a new theme song. And what's interesting is that it starts out with the antagonist with the protagonist um, doing their MP3 player, and it 
briefly plays a bit, bit of the old song, which I'm blanking on now. Uh-huh. Burn Your oh, Dread? And, yeah, Burn My burn dread. dread. Yeah, uh, Burn My Dread. And then yep, goes, says it right there. Burn yeah. My Bread! Um, That's a good song. And, and that was I like that kind of neat little tease. And, and people... Um, People speculate that all the music in the game comes from the protagonist's headphones, which is kind of a nice touch. Hmm. I'm just watching the trailer for the partial nudity, it promises. Oh. Well, let's get no, that up on the, the screen. Uh, not the uh, shooting in the head. <laughs> yeah. That seems like that would get the uh, M rating. Can someone define has. what qualifies as partial nudity? Because, like, technically isn't me showing my arm partial nudity? Like yeah, I, I don't oh, know. Do we, the live in, do we live in the eighteen hundreds? We're showing it. Oh, I shoulders? saw. I saw a shoulder. I saw a shoulder. There we go. Uh, wow, they really lean into. Hey, let's show a picture of every single person shooting themselves in their head. Yeah, so I've always <laughs> been concerned of the the monkey's paw of uh, SMT getting too popular. Because I, you know, back in the day when I when I saw the thing with the evokers, I was like, man, if people knew about how this game, that would be kind of a controversy, like newsworthy controversy. They're so good at making these videos. Oh yeah. Yeah, I hadn't watched it. I'm watching it now, and it still gives me chills. I'm doing the same as you, Chris. Yeah, this is really good. We're doing a backtrack on this this year. Yep. Uh, I think partly to kind of February. Yeah, partly to kind of celebrate the new game coming out, sort of like a backtrack slash current track, like we did with Mario RPG. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, um, I I am gonna wait for this game to have a little bit of a price drop before I buy it, mainly because um I'm playing other stuff right now. But the the remake is when is it supposed to come out? Uh, February second. Oh, my husband's birthday. Vaughn, do you want Persona 3 Reload for your birthday? I think he's going to say no. Um, they're, they're also going to be hosting a uh, live stream um, on January 6th on Twitch, introducing uh, additional songs in the game. Oh, my bad. It's the third. I I got confused. Now, I, now I'm going to be sleeping on the couch tonight. I have a and question. I, I'm sorry, that's... That stream is going to be on uh, YouTube, not Twitch. My bad. Oh, did we move on to a new thing? Um, we can. No, I'm just I I I was watching the trailer because I'm a bad host, and <laughs> I had a question. Yes. Are they still not going to give us any of the additions from F- Fess or P3 Portable right. or anything? I I think that ship has sailed. I mean, at that's, least announce a DLC or something. That's also one of the reasons why I'm not getting it day one in protest. Ooh. You, you realize the protest only works if you just don't get it, right? Yeah. I, I am know. not getting it. I just played there this game 18 months ago. I'm not down for that again. I I I want it because I do want a better version of this uh, of this game, but I'm not paying $70 for it. I can't believe the rapper's doing a stream. Now. Today. Right now. In 13 minutes. No. Uh, hold on. 
2 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, almost 12 hours ago. <laughs> Introducing additional songs in the game. We missed it. Man, that that Japan time travel aspect is weird. Some lotus juice. Oh, it was just a podcast, basically. Oh, okay. So he talks through it and then introduces some songs and they play it. Sorry, taking a quick listen, and it's the two of them. They sing. There's more rap. It's that great music from Persona 3 in that style of Persona 3, and we'll move on. <laughs> so now that I think of it, I I do want this game to be to do well because I want them to remake 4 from the ground up like this. Does this go or to Game ha- Pass at all? I am not sure. I assume not, right? To be honest, I don't know. Persona 3 is leaving Xbox Game Pass ahead of Persona 3 Reload coming out. Nope. Hold on. Reload, reload is included it. with Game Pass. Oh, there you go. Install this content to... Alright. I can apparently preload it right now. And I can put it on my Xbox. Um, Atlas, because I know you're listening, if this game does good, can we at least get, like, ports of the three PSP games for one and two? That would make me happy. Yeah, at least acknowledging that Persona 1 and 2 exist. Or am I just pipe dreaming? You sound so sad. That's just crazy talk. (laughs) You sound so sad, Kelly. I love Persona 1 and 2. Both twos? Yeah. February 1st for Persona 3 Reload, folks. Where did I see February 2nd? Oh, never Um, mind. I already closed the story. It doesn't matter. Close enough. Um, So I can pre-install it on my PC. I'm trying to do it remotely to my Xbox, but it's not letting me, and I don't know why. But whatever. Persona 3 Reload, downloading 10 megabytes. That's not much. So the pre-install is just a shortcut. (laughs) Because (laughs) I think they've had games hacked before with the Yakuza, so Mm. they're not doing the full thing. They're like, "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. You're too early. We'll give you the rest when it's out. Um, is anybody interested in the dust in the game Dustgrave? No, what's Dustgrave? I'm gonna let's bring this up. It's it. Oh, it's a Baldur's Gate like. Yeah, that apparently has a dynamic world. Okay. Um, so, so like this two minute video talks about how like if you liberate a town, then they become part of an econ the economy of the game. Um, they kind of go into better details, but basically. <laughs> They're claiming that your your decisions will have an impact on the game world. Whether whether or not that's true, I is yet to be said. Because well, it doesn't have Dragon Quest in the name, so maybe they will. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot of RPGs promise this stuff. Whether or not it works is anyone's guess. But um, you, you can watch a two minute video about it, and you can wishlist the game on Steam. Is this the one with the crazy involved speech system, or is that a different one? I am not sure. Okay. This is just like a sandbox game. So of course your choices matter. I, I'm i always skeptical hmm. of that claim. But that's just me. Well, I mean, if it's sandbox and it doesn't really have a set story, does it? You're just going about trying to defeat everybody, take over all the land? Yeah, I'm not interested. Rebuild the damaged town? All right. At the end of the day, yay, you built the town, the end. Yep. 
Um, we've got Yasha Legends of the Demon Blade set for an October release. Uh, this kind of looks like Hades, but in um, Edo-era Japan. With fantasy races. Yeah. I, I like the tiger. He looks cool. So we got Samurai Chick Lady, who looks like she's straight out of Sakura Tyson. We've got Demon Girl kicking people. And we've got Archer Tiger Man. Which is weird that the tiger is at Archie. I know, and right? They're, and they're no, fighting an octopus. All right. Berserker. Mm-hmm. And there's a big cat on top of a thing. I saw a big chubby kitty, Kelly. So you have to play this game now. See, I'm watching the trailer. I did not see the big chubby kitty. I, I will bring it back and pause it for you so you see the big chubby kitty. It was in the background art. Here we go. On top of the shrine. Oh my, that is a cat up there, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's just hard to see. I don't know if this is concept art or if this is all you get, but that's a big chubby cat with a it's thing tied down. around its waist. There you go. So you have to that play it now. very cute. <laughs> Day one buy, says Moan Cappy. There you go. Well, we shall see. I, I like the art style. Like I said, I wish they'd show me the Hades. gameplay. They, I thought they did. <laughs> they sort of did, but let's let. I'm saying, out of this trailer, what have you mostly seen? I mean, that's game character intros. In yeah. Well. Also, why does the cat have an overbite? Uh. He didn't wear know. braces. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. You got it. So this is an action something. I don't know. When is this out? Who made it? It's from Taiwan. Later this it's year. Seven October. Quark. All right. October. Well, we'll see more about it before it's out, I'm sure. So. Um, Lost in Fantaland. Lost in Fantaland? Is that like have a Fanta, the like soda? Generic soda? No, it's coming to PS5 and Switch, and it's a roguelike, tactical roguelike deck builder. Okay, with... Oh, they're going for Final Fantasy Tactics. The characters have no noses. Mm. That's how you can tell what they're inspired by. Do the characters have noses? No? Then see Final Fantasy Tactics. (laughs) Did they have noses in Tactics Over? I don't think so. It's the same artist. He never does noses, right? Okay. (laughs) Noses and feet. I think he just said no. <laughs> I'm probably, I'm probably missing something. Where it's like, oh, there's this one game he did noses for. Like, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> is this a hairstyle select? This last photo, those faces are all exactly the same. That's a good question. Listen, I those don't. are not. They have no noses. They have no distinguishing features. What does it matter? <laughs> well, the only distinguishing feature will be their hair. I need to figure out. Who's the artist? Artist. Character artist is Aki. Oh, Yoshida. Um, Yoshida art. Bravely Default. Do the characters have noses in Bravely Default? Sort of. Depends on the. They have the barest nose you can give. Like, it was as though someone said, you need to give. Oh, they also did Near. They have noses in Near. Dudes learned how to do noses. Uh, it's it's over. The noseless era is over, everybody. I'm sorry. Oh, who knows? Oh, knows. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Tactics Ogre. Let's see. Did he do the art for Ogre? Who was the official? It was uh, It was him. 
Hiroshi, Minagawa, Aki. Oh, it was two people. So I don't know if it all comes together or not. Maybe it's just oh, FFT did... that has no no noses. I was going to say he did the art for Final Fantasy twelve, and that that Bounty they had noses. Yeah, nose. so it looks yeah. like Tactics is a special game. So I'm I'm just wrong <laughs> here, which is fine. I I love this. Tactics is special in that it has no noses. Ta- tactics. Well, it's uh, not about to be exception. special anymore because this game's got it. The nose thing. Final. <laughs> the nose thing. <laughs> Final Fantasy Tastics and Lost in Fantaland. Just put those together. Oh, the nose thing. Under, under the no nose. <laughs> this ain't gonna work. Okay, so. Um, not- Legend of Grimrock. Do they have noses there? Yeah, um, I don't know. It's first person. Know, it's first you don't get person. to see. <laughs> Tactics um, well, nosegers. Tactics nosegers. Says Vaughn in the chat room. Tactics nosegers. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Grimrock Two is finally coming to the Switch. It's been out on PC for a while. I I have have it on Steam. I I'm looking at it. this on Switch, and it's like, man, it looks bad. But so I like the game's playing fine, but like the graphics are very much scaled down. It's a- and it's like one of the nice things about Grimrock, I always thought was like taking these kind of drab dungeon and like using nice lighting effects on it to make it look high def and fun. And you lose any of that here. So the 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 mechanics of this game is it's like those uh, I move, you move. No, it's they can person? just move. Oh, if you don't okay. move, you're going to get owned. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of why I don't like it that much. <laughs> yeah, no, that's never been a they gang up on you. <laughs> feature I enjoy, especially because you you can't see like things are coming up behind you. Gosh. Do you guys remember that DS game? I think it was called Deep Labyrinth, where it had that mechanic where you had to use the, the stylus to slash it in a maze. Ooh, that'd be horrible. It was it was a very early DS RPG, and I I think I remember. Say it again. You have to use what to slash what? Your, your stylus to slash it in a maze. It was an early DS game. Can you like be more specific than that? Because that sounds like the DS I, Zelda game. <laughs> I said it was called Deep Labyrinth. Oh, so yes, you can, and you were because I'm an idiot. Um, yeah. Uh, here's a picture of it, sort of. I I, I no just thanks. remember that there were several doors in that where you had to blow on your DS. <laughs> And, oh boy! You're the I, wind I used, opening the door. <laughs> I, I used to play my DS in the living room after dinner with my parents, and I'm sitting there blowing on my screen, and they're like, "Kel, what are you doing?" What is this? Said, it, it's a mechanic. Hold and on, I'm this just, is is it playable? Is a YouTube channel in this playable video? We'll be looking to see how this game performs with core build of Melon DS using RetroArch on Series X. So, wait a second. This game starts out in a modern setting. Yeah, it's an isekai. Oh no, Truck Coon! Wait, does he oh, jump out after coffee. the the dog? Probably. I I need to come on. Flat car. Oh, they go into a house, and then let me guess. As soon as oh yeah, as soon as he goes in the house, falls in the portal. Oh no! One of the doors you had to blow on was... Look at that 3D dog, Kelly. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) 
Yeah, that early DS for me. Oh, the DS with the power to play Super Mario 64. (laughs) Nobody ever got 3D on that. Part of this is this terrible upscaling effect they're doing in this emulator. So that's not helping. But I'm also curious about the how how the blowing is emulated. Uh, you press a button, probably. But 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 also, why is he like, working with a platypus? What is happening? But also, pretty, like I keep trying to say, purple you keep... platypus, pink, pinkish purple. There's a lot going on here, Kelly. I'm sorry. Please go ahead. No, I, the platypus saves if... your game. <laughs> One of the doors you had to blow on very slowly. And I'm sitting there about giving my giving myself an asthma attack trying to open this door. And my dad's like, Kel, play something else. <laughs> Can you just tap on the mic to do the same thing? That's just a big blob of gold. What, don't you want to play this now? What do you think, Kelly? Are you going to oh, go wow. back to this one? Um, You know, it's bringing back some nostalgia. For better and for worse. I'm seeing mostly worse older. here. <laughs> Probably the better DS game. I mean, this is that early DS where nobody knew what to do with it, so I, they put put out stuff like this. Yeah, but also they put out things like Rub Rabbits, and that was more fun than this. You remember that? No? No, all right. Did I lose you? Kelly? Nope. Oh. We lost Kelly. We did. It doesn't show she's. While we wait, I'm just going to watch this trailer for Rub Rabbits. No, my. (laughs) Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. We can hear you. My office chair rolled over the mic cord and pulled it out. Oops. Oh. But no, I never had this game. My my first original DS games were Mario 64 and The Herbs, that Sims spinoff, which actually wasn't that bad. And then those first two years, it was just an ever-rotating uh, bunch of games because every time something new would come out, I, w- I would buy it, end up not liking it, and trading it back in. And then I think the first RPG that came out for it was uh, Lunar Dragon Song, which I should have traded in, but I didn't because that game is a piece of shit. <laughs> I feel like the first really good game on the original DS was uh, Dawn of Souls, the the Castlevania game. It's just a dating game, Chris. I mean, it is. That's the premise is like you're into this girl and you want to get with her. But then this other girl wants to get with you and she kidnaps you. And there's all sorts of things going on. Ties you up at a table and forces you to eat food that's rapidly approaching. It's it's, it's just basically a <laughs> mini game collection. Oh my! So, yeah, look at this. W- was this called Feel the Love? It was. In the U.S. Feel the okay. Magic X Y X X. There's a sequel. What was the sequel called? Just Rub Rapids? I don't remember what the sequel is called. Feel. They get I think the Rub Rabbits might mouse? be the sequel, but I'm not sure. Um, Feel the Magic X Y X X. Feel the magic sequel. Because I didn't buy this thinking it was a dating sim. If I would have known it was a mini game collection, I would have been more interested. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's got fun music and stuff, but Uh, yeah. Uh, Feel the magic. What is this? What is the sequel's name? X Y X X 
sequel or is that the sequel <sighs> project rub <laughs> oh no <laughs> that doesn't have any connotations at all oh no in japan feel the magic was known as uh um kimi no tami no shiniru i would die for you so maybe it's feel the magic and rub rabbits are the two yeah it's not about six. Yeah, so it's two different games. And, so there you go. And technically, ru- the Rub Rabbits is a prequel, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, you're right. Wow, it's 2005, and we've got your attention. <laughs> well, I thought Rub Rabbits was a terrible name in the U.S., but in Japan, it was called... Uh, Project Rub. Do- do- sorry, Akachan wa doko kara kuru no, where do babies come Oh, that come looks from? like you might have to blow on that part. See that microphone part? Is that lady holding a kitten? Yep, that's, that's the kitten. load screen. That's the load screen. It's a kitten. Did, did you hear oh, me say a bath the scene. Oh man, there's I heard you say the Japanese name, and I'm scared. Where do, Where babies, do babies come, come from? from? Yeah, yeah, I can see why they changed that. Fawn says that's the rub. <laughs> All right, next. <laughs> How did we get on this? Oh, because we the old DS games. Yeah, it was all your fault. Legend of Grimrock was first person. Um, Well, our last story is that Fate slash Samurai Remnant's first DLC has been revealed. Um, The first of three planned DLCs. Um, Where is that? They announced the first DLC. Gave a three point five to. Um, the DLC's content has not been detailed, so it's just a teaser trailer indicating that the game will have DLC. Yeah, it's just some guy standing and talking. There's, like, no gameplay. Looks like there might be some tournament. Like, Command Championship. So, yay, I guess? I don't know. Um, that's all the news. Um, is there anything coming out this week, Chris? Um... Right, that's my job. Yes. Hold on. Uh, is there a new Wikipedia for 2024? There is. Let's see. Uh, a little bit of up to the 13th. We've got Crystal Story, Dawn of Dusk, an action role-playing game on PC. Yeah. We've got Momodora, Moonlit Farewell for PC. It's a Metroidvania. Oh, I've played... Uh- or games in that series. We also have another Metroidvania slash action adventure game called Leica Age Through Blood for the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, you've played the Momodora game because there's one where you turn into a cat. Yep, I played that one. So <laughs> I'm sure you played that one. Uh, what do we you... have on the site listings? Uh, that's it for, for this week. But that's games! I... Chris, and that one where you turn into a cat, it does the butt wiggle when you crouch. Oh, goodness. We've See, lost her to the cat game. <laughs> I'd be into it in what way? What What am I supposed to do with this info? Uh, the, the butt wiggle. It's, it's cute. A... I get it. <laughs> I have cats. They do it. It's great. Uh, it, it's the best thing about cats. The, the butt, butt wiggle. wiggle. <laughs> if you don't know, sometimes cats, when they're pouncing about to, or when they're about to pounce on something, they will wiggle their butt to loosen up their leg muscles and get ready to make that big leap. And it's adorable. Because, it, you know, the, in their head, that's like target locked, engaging butt wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Pounce. <laughs> that is not how it works. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. 
<laughs> Kelly, may I ask yes. you a question? I'm looking at the Game Informer 2024 um, listing site, and inside this, look at look, look at this key art they have for 2024. Yeah, front and center is a kitty cat. Yeah, I, that's from Little Kitty Big City. I have that wish listed on. Uh huh. All right. Wow. I knew you'd know. <laughs> that that's the more, and I'm I follow them on Twitter. I've been following dev updates for like three years, but that's the <laughs> um, more lighthearted cat simulator compared to Stray. Or cat cat is the the cat simulator where you just knock everything oh, off shelves. <laughs> uh, cat lateral. Damage. Cat lateral damage. damage. You're a little kitty lost in the big city. You have these weird eyebrow spots, which I don't see on any cat ever. It's the little bald spot that they have where their eyebrows. It's not though, because that's that's a line between their eyes and their ears. I guess some cats it's more noticeable. Sure. I'm just saying it's in the wrong spot. Anyway. Um, They they had a demo on one of the Steam uh, what, what's the that demo? Thing? Yeah, the demo days they do. Yeah, they had a demo and I, I played it and it was pretty cute. You can put hats on your cat. Um, you also rub up against people's legs to make them drop things. Nice. So some people spent the entire demo trying to see how big of a pile of uh, smartphones that they could get. <laughs> um, Chris, I I am so into backing this game that I bought the uh, plush from it. That they did you had buy, very... did, was there an option for you to like fly to the studio and meet the developers? No, not <laughs> that. Because um, I don't think they kickstarted it. Uh, but, okay. Uh, they had a limited edition plush available. They already had a plush, huh? I can't... It, it was through one... Not Me Too's. It was through well, one whatever. of those sites yeah. that... Um, you get up to a certain amount and it'll produce the plush. I mean, on the site right there, it says little sick, little kitty merch that might've had the link to it, but. Oh, thank you. I overlooked I'm, that. I'm dying to play this game. It's good I, character art for this cat. They did a good job. So the rest of this is, I don't like just the logo on a shirt. That's kind of dumb. Um, this, this on a shirt's good. This, that cat. Mugs I should probably right. just t- take a picture of my. This video is good. Game this shows. mouse pad. This, if it's the right size for your desk, that'd be nice. No, I I didn't mean Hello Kitty plush Google. I meant Little Kitty plush. They've got a thirty-six by eighteen mouse pad with the cat art key artwork of the cat pouncing and other cats on the side. It looks like it'd be a good de- uh, desk mount pa- mouse mat for your desk. Okay. But uh, yeah. when's this coming out? Do we even know? I don't think they have a release <laughs> no date yet. So will it even be this year? I mean, who, who knows? Um, I sent you a link to the plush. Oh, boy. Well, well, it's not no longer available. It was a very limited edition on Makeship. All right. Let's see. Um, but it's like I... Oh, yeah, there he is. With a little sushi. Yeah, you can put catnip in the little sushi. But I, I was like, I, I have to have. This Did it plush. arrive? Yeah, um, it arrived at around nice November. Cool. I want to say, um, is it, it was very cute. It arrived at about the same time that I learned about the stray plush on Fan Gamer. Mm-hmm. 
um, which I got, which Vaughn got me for Christmas, and Aww. I squeaked when I when I opened the package because I didn't think it would get here on time. <laughs> um, and it's it's my current fa- favorite plush right now. I have it like right by my TV, and Alice surprisingly has left it alone. So this will be on Switch, which I imagine is how Anna will play it. Yeah, if Anna plays it. Um, even Switch or Steam Deck, whichever one comes out first. Cool. Uh, it's so cute. Shall we go through our editorial content for the week? Um, let's see. We have our most anticipated games 2024 edition. I was see, robbed. I waited like 14 days to do it and uh, coming out of retirement. I see. This is the article I thought you was teasing earlier, Matt. Not the. Oh, uh, no. The gaming Not resolutions. The, uh, yeah. We've got a second one coming up right behind this. Uh, who did the Dragon Quest three remake? Who did that one? Oh, that was Elman Dean Todd. Yeah, Elman. We haven't heard from him in a while, and he came out and he did that, and he grabbed the Fantasy Life one. I was like, oh man, good I'm picks. Very interested in that. Good picks. But yeah. I'm like this uh, is I, by Elman. I played the I've first two Dragon Quests for the first time during COVID lockdown. And I never got my ass around to the other old ones. So, like, and then they announced this three remake. And it's like, well, that's putting that quest on the shelf. (laughs) (laughs) So long to wait for this. I know. See, see, my answer. I'm fine, though. I'm like, whatever. I've played Dragon Quest three a half dozen times in my life. It's. See, my answer to this would have been Final Fantasy seven Rebirth, but Luis already took care of that. (laughs) <laughs> and Tam put in Dragon Quest Twelve. There's a zero percent chance of us getting that this year. Yeah, they have said nothing about it since that one live stream. Nope. I mean, really, not Dragon Quest Three too. I mean, I think they've made a comment that both are still, you know, <laughs> still working on them. But other than that, like, hey, you know what's out this year? Good. You know what's out this year? Hmm. Path of Exile Two. <laughs> Right on brain. Don't you, don't you gotta finish POE one first? <laughs> there is no you? finishing POE. I was one. gonna say, is there a finishing? That doesn't seem if like if there that is, I've done it. Ends. <laughs> uh, Technically, so, no. There's Uber bosses I haven't fought, but whatever. I don't care. So we we've got that, and we've got uh, RPG backtrack number three hundred. There's a sword in my castle. Um. So the first backtrack by way back in 2008 was Mario RPG, and we decided to pay homage to that by doing that for our 300th episode, which the cast is completely different. I, I think the two oldest alumni we have that are still around are maybe Phil and Mike, or Wheels? Quite possibly. Um, yeah, that, but- that first one was Michael Cunningham. And Mike Minky, and I believe somebody else too, a third. Um, back in two thousand eight, so. But yeah, that that the, this particular show, you hear the debut of our friend's theme song, sung by Chris. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Um, you hear some pretty corny jokes at the beginning, which is going to be uh, what the skit is, um, unless I can think of a skit, because it. it, it 
even though the skits are fun, it's a little bit more. Uh, it allows people to, people to participate a little bit more because nobody wanted to write skits. But this week, I in the Discord, I said, "Hey, come up with uh, corny jokes for judgment," and everybody contributed. So I, I because I like the audience participation aspect better. I will want us to lean more towards that for the future. Um, that being said, I do have a skit planned for. Um, Stranger of Paradise, but who knows? Maybe we could do both. Um, so, so yeah, it kicked off the new season of RPG Backtrack this week, and I think it's going to be an excellent season. Um, any anything you want to say about it, Matt, co-host of mine? No, I'm excited. I I did what uh, well, maybe did what you had promised. Try not to give myself too much homework, but of course, one of my games is like Cold Steel Four, so. Uh, my my homework is going to be long enough. Yeah, to be uh, we're, fair, we're catching up on the we're catching up on uh Kiseki games this year. We're going to do three of them. Yeah. Um, we're going to do the Crossbell duology oh, yeah. and Crossbell or and so you know we're not too far. Uh, it, two years, you know, we try to wait two years, but with Crossbell, it's been technically a long time and technically a year and a half who knows but um with crossbell it's technically been forever for japan yep um we just got it last year and <laughs> is it is it considered homework if you were already gonna play it no no it, it, okay that's you know hurry up and play it because i i keep my goal keep... this year should be actually play that and let's not put the episode off like i did for uh cold seal three Cause it was supposed I to be keep, May last year, and we had to do July. I, I keep putting that damn uh, cart in my Switch to play Trails to Azure, and then I keep like, well, no, I want to play, I need to play this instead, or I want to play this instead. And it's like, damn it, I need to stop and just play that. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, I, I'm excited. And, and yeah, we don't stream Backtrack, because it because of all the different time zones, it's really hard to wrangle people anyway. And to be honest, I don't think you want to hear my umming and awing that that show kind of needs to be edited because of the awkward silence sometimes. Like we have here. Uh, it's worse there. <laughs> I, I finished a sentence and like, surely somebody has something else to contribute. Is anybody going to talk? <laughs> So what's our last uh, editorial plug for this week? Um, my time at Samrock Review from Alex Fuller. He gave it a, I don't see the score. 3.5. 3.5 out of 5, saying that it's a highly enjoyable gameplay cycle. Um, and it imparts a strong sense of progression and has a likable cast of characters. But the negatives are the last parts of the story meander along without urgency. Um Nothing game-breaking, but really weird bugs, and the combat is very uninspiring. Uninspiring combat for 80 hours. Ugh. Although, you're mainly planting. Um, this is, you know, life sim kind of stuff, so... Yeah, if, if you're getting, getting into building a loop, I can see somebody easily spending 80 on that. Yeah, and you know what? That There was uninspiring combat in Stardew Valley and stuff, so... And Dragon Quest that, builders. That's not the point. No, I was saying in Stardew Valley, like you oh. know, this is I know this is so it's got building in this one. But I mean these casual life sims and everything, you know, combat obviously is obviously is not 
Heck, Harvest Stella, I played that for 70 plus hours, and that combat was just playing garbage. Yeah, yeah. And I loved the hell out of everything else, so. Yeah, I agree. Um, I believe that's a show. That is indeed a show. Did we have a question of the week for folks? Um, We did. What, what kind of nerdy car mod would you want? Right. Including personalized license plate? Um. I said that I wanted to make a Minecraft cat car. They stopped making the Nissan Cube and the Honda Element, which were both the cube-shaped cars. Mm. If I wanted to do it, I would have to do like a Kia. I can't remember. Is it the Kia Soul? Yeah, Kia Soul. The one with the mice? Uh, No, I wanted to make a Minecraft cat car. No, but like, isn't that the one with the commercial with the mice? Um, I I don't. Is it the hamster? Are they the hamsters? hamsters? They're hamsters. You're right. They're hamsters. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't have no, cable. So the I newer don't... souls don't look as uh, boxy as the older souls. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the hamsters. That was a super. Oh, no. That commercial. looks very. Oh, that's a 2014. That's why that's really boxy. I'm like, wait, that's got a four in it. It looks boxy. Yeah. It's a little less boxy now. But uh, I don't know. Maybe I might have to get a classic boxy car for that. Come to Central Florida, where we're like 30 miles away from the villages where all the retired people live. And every time I looked at cars up there, they don't have base models, but they have very low mileage. (laughs) Everything's two years old and very low mileage. When I told the guy, I'm like, I don't need leather interior and sunroofs. He's like, yeah, that's about all we get, though. (laughs) Because um, I did see that MC Cat is available in Kansas as a license plate, but I don't know if people will think that I'm just a DJ and that is a reference <laughs> to Minecraft Cat. All right. You can be an MC Cat. Nothing wrong with that. Or they'll think I'm a big MC Scat Cat fan, which is a reference <sighs> nobody probably knows. There's so Unless much there wrong with these age. Kia commercials. <laughs> I'm watching the hamster dance one. It's... Oh, there's the hamsters. Yep, there you go. And robots. Uh... Hamsters, robots, destroyed world. Wow, God, that was 2012. A lot of the newer uh, ones hamster. have been taken off YouTube for whatever reason. Are... Probably... <sighs> whatever. Are they literally doing the hamster dance? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it was the song, but they okay. were dancing like they were party rock. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's an internet reference I haven't thought about in a decade. Uh, so all these commercials have the, the internet meme with the hamster dance. I like how they're driving around in a toaster. You know, that's the twenty twelve oh that's the twenty ten. Yeah, they were. Yeah, so this is a quite- you can get with this, you can get with that parody. Mm. It's pretty okay. good. Do you do you think these commercials have birthed some furries? Speciesism. I'm, j- I'm just putting that born, or are they just made? Oh, next, <laughs> next. I think we're out of show. All right, I think we're canceled. Furries are created when you you watch nothing but Looney Tunes and Heathcliff as a child, and Kia commercials. Apparently, and Pro Stars. When Pro Stars is your only <laughs> option, this is what happens. Oh man. What are we doing? All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back next week. Answer our question at rpgamer.com and tell us about, um, you know, what uh, what car mod would you do? 
for your hamster car. Um, for your RPG car, has to be nerdy. Your nerdy car mod, and preferably alongside your preferred um, vanity license plate. And uh, yeah, let us know how that goes in the forum thread on rpgamer.com. Go to forum thread, the comment thread. (laughs) You go to podcast, find the show thread, leave a comment. And uh, yeah, other than that, we got a bunch of stuff on Twitch all the time. Come check out the schedule there and join in the fun and watch people like Peter play old games and Scar play old games and Hairfrog play old. We play a lot of old games. We have a theme, don't we? You do have a podcast right here where two thirds of your hosts are uh, playing old games. Old games. What's up with that? Um, I mean, it's two years. Oh, you old could get with or... this, or you could get with that. Yeah, you're I mean, right. Yep. You choose that. And this is where it's at. Yep. Okay. Cool. Bye, everybody. Bye. We'll see you next Bye-bye. week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.